You are listening to the forecast. Well, Mo, congratulations. Standard Chartered Player of the Month and also Goal of the Month for August as well. Uh, a good first month at Liverpool. Thank you. Yes, I'm very happy to, to, to have a good start with the team and to help the team to, to win the points and to win games. I know the, the weekend was a, a disappointment in terms of the result, but overall, how well do you feel you've settled into Liverpool and this new club? Yeah, you know, that's, that's a football and that's happened, so we have to look forward for the next game. We have game after two, two days, so we have to forget that result and we have to look forward and play like before. And in terms of, of Liverpool as a club, how do you feel you, you've settled in? Yeah, I'm very happy you know, to be here. I'm, it's like fam my family, so I'm very happy to be uh, in, in the club and with the players and in the team. Looking forward now to Wednesday night, sellout crowd, Champions League football at Anfield. Yeah, very, very excited you know, to start the Champions League game in, in Anfield. And uh, I would like to, you know, to win the, the game and I'm very happy and very excited for the game. Welcome to The Forecast. The Forecast is the official podcast of four fields of Anfield Road. We are at www.foresight, that's F-O-A-R-S-I-T-E.com. A great international community of reds and our site features articles, opinion pieces, videos, this podcast. So welcome to the show. I've got with me on the show, Billy, and Billy is based in Australia. Say hi, Billy. Hi, everyone. Thanks for having me. And I have with me also uh, Shibasis Roy. Say hi, Shibasis. Hey, everyone. Great to be back. And not last but not least, Shankar, also based in India. Say hi, Shankar. Okay, guys, um, we have an interesting show uh, to go through today. And, um, okay, that's, that's where the noise is coming from because it was the next video that was showing on LFC.com. Okay. <laughs> okay, Shankar is our resident uh, news expert. Uh, he keeps abreast of all the latest breaking news. Um, okay, so what's new? We, you told us earlier about uh, Ben Woodburn uh, being included in uh, Stevie's under-19 Youth League squad. Hello, Shankar. He's not there anymore. Sorry, I thought I muted my mic. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he, was, uh, he, he was actually uh, uh, scheduled to play this year for Youth League. Mm -hmm. I was kind of surprising. You know, uh, I thought Ben Woodburn would be a part of the Champions League squad and the Premier League squad because he's one of our academy players who has the ability to take on most of the defenders in the Premier League. He can take one-on-one uh, one -on -one with them, he can beat them, he can trip them. 
I see this guy as a great prospect, maybe a replacement to Coutinho in the future. But it's kind of disappointing that uh, I'm not sure whether he's going to play in the senior squad in the Champions League. Mm-hmm. But it's exciting to see him in the UEFA Youth League. He's going to rip apart that league because he's too much quality for that youth okay. setup. Okay. Okay. Um, okay, so what else is happening? Uh, Michael Beale. Michael Beale has returned to Liverpool. He's got a new role at uh, uh, Kirkby uh, Academy. Uh, that's, that's, that's good news, right? Yeah, that's definitely good news. I didn't expect that. It was suddenly popped up on Twitter. He posted something on Instagram and after that, Echo made a piece of that. And it's, it's a good thing. That, especially after him, we had a lot of very good in potentials coming up on the team. Well, he's the, uh, he's, his new role, actually, at Kirkby is uh, head of coaching for foundation. So uh, that will see him work with players aged six to nine. Um, and, and basically, the club is looking to, to develop those skill bases um, uh, quite, uh, quite early and identify the players that will uh, progress through the various age groups, right? Um, somebody, somebody on Twitter asked me, um, why did he leave Brazil? Um, I think what happened, there were some rumors that it was, uh, it's, it's due to some family um, thing, uh, but that's not true. Apparently, it's because um, what, what happened was that he, he was told that there was a, such a project. And, and when he got there, um, you know, it didn't pan out that the project was as, as was sold to him. Um, he didn't feel that, um, you know, he didn't really believe in that project too much. And he felt, you know, uh, he couldn't be committed to something that he didn't, didn't um, uh, believe in. Uh, and, and that's mm. why, why he's back. But it, it's it's great to see him um, I'm back, eh, Billy? Yeah, it is. Um, he was actually... Uh, a lot of the prospects that we're getting out now is um, down to his work. He, um, he's he been... Uh, actually been lo- lauded by Klopp and, and, the, and his coaching team a lot. And in, in fact, when I remember when he was leaving, mm-hmm. it was... Um, but from the whole club uh, to even the Echo and everybody that knows him and works close to him yeah. were quite surprised with his move. And that, but they were supportive because I think he wanted to get his career to the next stage. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was a sort of promotion to go down there. So I'm, I'm actually uh, happy he's back, but I'm also sad it didn't work out for him in Brazil. Yeah. Um, you know, of course, every, every coach um, wants to progress through um, levels of coaching, as you could, uh, as you can put it this way. But um, yeah, we'll we'll have him back. He's, he's a great uh, credit. Okay. Um. What else? We've we've also heard um the Liverpool are going to appeal Sadio Mane's red card. I don't know whether this is official news or not. Um. But yeah, it, it has been confirmed by Paul Joyce. But uh, uh, Paul no Joyce, okay. on, on the website. Uh, it's 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 going around in the Twitter and Reddit and other social media forums that we are going to appeal. Um, especially not to rescind the red card, the ban is pretty ex- um, excessive uh, compared to the claim because it was not intentional and the, both the players were not looking at the ball or not looking at each other, they were just looking at the ball. So they're just trying to get it down to maybe one game or two games. But uh, I, I don't think English FA will uh, uh, rescind it. Maybe they will give an additional one game, one game ban because we appealed. Ship, uh, do you think there's a wise decision to to appeal this, or should we have just take it on the chin like Edison? Well, he didn't take it on the chin; he took, took it on the side of his face. But okay, um, yeah, yeah. The, I bet Edison wouldn't be too thrilled you using it that way. But anyway, by the way, he had this tattoo on his he had this tattoo on his, really on his uh, behind it. his ear. Because, did you know? Uh, it's a 
it it happens uh, most clubs will appeal uh, if you feel that the player was wrongly uh, given mm-hmm. a red card or things like that so uh, mm-hmm. i don't see anything wrong in it uh, you can appeal of course because the appeal process is there so you can so doesn't make sense not to if you feel that uh, you've been wrongly done in so go ahead and appeal oh, if uh, the ban is reduced we are the uh, i mean winners so the, nothing wrong with that. the knife cuts both ways you know because sometimes uh, the appeal could lead to a heavier heavier sentence but what's what, what, what's quite funny is that when i saw the well it's not funny the injury mm. edison's uh, sustained of course he's back in training by the way so he's alive and well um but yeah. what was funny though is i saw a tattoo that he had as a smiley face tattoo that he had on his left side of his face behind his ear and i looked at mm. it and i said my god that looks like jay spearing <laughs> so how, does, how did he I'm get sure, a picture? I'm sure that's not the case. <laughs> you haven't seen the tattoo then. <laughs> I can't imagine why would anyone have a tattoo of spearing of all people. Well, it was a smiley face tattoo, so I think it's yeah. it's uncanny resemblance to Jason. <laughs> okay, yeah. uh, other news: Mohamed Salah won the Standard Chartered Player of the Year uh, of the month, not the year. My God, uh, Player of the Month. Um, obviously, yeah. Sadio Mane being voted Player of the Month for the Premier League um, yeah. was a kind of a curse, wasn't it? I mentioned it in the fan speak on um, after the game. Uh, the curse of the player of the month strikes again. Uh, and then, of course, that's with Mane. And then uh, Salah didn't really have that great a game. We're not really talking about that City game. We're not reviewing that. Uh, I think people just want to move on. But, um, Billy, um, I'll give you two minutes to give your rant about the weekend results. And your time starts now. Oh, oh. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, well, it might not even take two minutes, but uh, uh, it, it was, look, it was one of those games where um, we were in it up until the red card. Mm-hmm. And that, uh, it was a red card, in my opinion. Um, okay. uh, yes, as a red, I would like to for us to appeal it and then get it down to one, one game because I think Mane didn't have any intention in it. And as you can see in all the, all on Twitter and all uh, updates, there's been like three or four incidents that's been exactly the same that have gone unpunished or just been given yellow cards. Mm-hmm. So that's my quick view on the red card. Okay. On the game itself, I thought after the red card, it, it really showed, and this has happened quite, quite often with us, it showed our, our um, immaturity and our resilience um, in actually trying to get a respectful result. Mm-hmm. Uh, I saw that, yeah, Klopp took off um, the players that he wanted to. He was already thinking of Wednesday. The game mm. was finished. After 2-0, I thought, that's it. Um, it's gone. And seeing Salah taken off, Klopp thought the same. But what he didn't do is change the style we played. We mm. were still very expansive. Mm-hmm. We still were trying to chase a game that was never going to be taken. Like, we did, didn't even respect Man City at in their home, mm-hmm. we still tried to attack them. And that's such a Liverpool thing to do. Mm-hmm. And we were punished in the end. So that's my review. Um, I think that, yes, we're going to lose. Uh, sometimes people might think, mm-hmm. let's go for it. Um, doesn't matter. It's three points. It's early in the season. But, you know, goal difference can be a can be an issue. Mm-hmm. And, um, uh, and I thought that overall, obviously, 5-0 is never going to be any optimistic things about it. Yeah. Um, but... Uh, overall, I thought it was a poor performance and, again, showing um, a bit of immaturity in our team. That's the thing mm-hmm. with this Liverpool side and the 
philosophy, if, if you can call it that. We are always on the front foot. Klopp is not one to manage the game. He's not one to take a step back. Even if he wants to, uh, it's, you know, during training, what you do and the way the team is shaped, it shows through when you're on the pitch. So, uh, and I agree completely with Billy there. After the red card, I mean, a more pragmatic manager or a pragmatic team would think of damage limitation, which Mm -hmm. just doesn't happen with Liverpool. Now, you can say, you can criticize that, but at the same time, I mean, that's, that's what we are. So if we stop playing that way, mm-hmm. we may not, uh, you know, get the goals and the great results that we get. Mm-hmm. So yes, yes. Uh, I'm somewhat divided. But hey, um, I don't want to think of it. Just move on. <laughs> yeah. No, like, well, my my response to your to your comments is, um, yeah, no, I completely agree that we are very spoiled fans. We mm-hmm. watch some of the best football week in week out, um, especially with Klopp in. It started with Rogers, but Klopp has perfected it, mm-hmm. um, and yeah, you you take the good with the bad, and mm-hmm. that's there what happens you when you when you're playing when you're playing that type of football. You'll always be exposed, no matter who the defenders are, and that's my view. Mm-hmm. Um, you that will be exposed because that's how that's how aggressive we are. Um, but the the reason why I said immaturity is because if you look at the greatest great teams, um, they can switch it on when they want, yeah. and but they can also go into a mode where they can manage a game, and that's what yeah, we exactly. like. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, precisely. But uh, let me ask you this question: um, We lost an offensive player, we lost an attacker, we lost Sadio Mane, yet mm. we conceded five goals. It's not as if we lost a defender. Straight, yeah. right? So yeah, yeah, no, good point. That's just, that's a very good point. And and I, I honestly thought, look, if this was later in the season and the mm. and the game was quite high, highly, uh, uh, you know, the points were more uh, important. Yeah, I mean, more at uh, stake. Yeah, more at stake. Then you would have definitely seen a different approach to this game. Um, uh, but I think I think Klopp had was a, a little bit emotional too from the red card. Yeah, um, maybe. Uh, he is an emotional yeah. manager. Yeah, he is. He is. <laughs> he is. So he's Klopp, right? So bad. We live in that way, but um, sometimes I don't know whether that's a good thing all the time. But okay. All right. Um... Yeah, hmm, that's that. Uh, trying very hard to forget it was a really bad weekend, but um, let's move <laughs> on. So it's 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 a time to set things right um, on Wednesday yeah. night. Okay, um, against Sevilla in the Champions League. Um, just looking at this, looking forward at this game, looking at some key statistics, um, team news. Um, we know that Nolito is misses this uh, trip. Okay. Um, mm. Other than that, he uh, Nolito and Johan Geis are Sevilla's only absentees from the 22-man squad uh, to take on Liverpool. And um, the thing here is, Liverpool do not have as good a record as they would want when hosting Spanish teams. So in 16 matches, they have won five, drawn six, and lost five. So our record against the Spanish sides is not exactly, um, not exactly that great. Now, um, Sevilla, who have got a new manager by the way, Berizzo, uh, played yeah, their Berizzo. last yeah played their last European game against English opposition as well, and they lost two 0 to Leicester City uh, on their last mm. trip to England. And uh, Berizzo's former team, Celta Vigo, drew against uh, the Scum, 
at the old toilet <laughs> and the Europa League. Okay. Right. So, um, in terms of the in terms of Sevilla's um, encounters um, with English sides, they've had 11, 11 so far. Um, they uh-huh. have won five, lost four, and drawn uh, two. Okay. So, um, since we last met this team, uh, not a very good circumstances there, then I guess. Um, <laughs> and and believe we, you would, you were mentioning this um, prior to to when we started this. Um, how far have we come since we last met Sevilla? Uh, th- is this going to make? Yeah. Uh, have we progressed? Have, yeah. we, have we regressed? Are we still the same? Well, uh, definitely we've progressed. Okay. But it, it, um, we've, we, we're playing with more fluidity. Mm-hmm. Um, whoever I talk to about, about football, whether they're Arsenal, whether they're United, whether they're City, um, have always said one thing about us is that we attack with fluidity and we, we basically play a style that is very, very, very hard to just buy. Right. You, you can't buy it. You, you need to coach it. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's why I think we've progressed. Okay. Like from the, from the run-up to the Europa League final, we played some good football, but it was very like, you know, um, uh, inconsistent, you could say. Um, and as you can see, like the games against Dortmund and the games against Villarreal, mm-hmm. you know, it was always in the balance. Um, that's just Liverpool. <laughs> we've always yeah. been like that. And we will be like that this season too, I'm sure. Okay. But what I what I reckon we've we've improved on is definitely the understanding with the squad as a whole. Okay. Um, and uh, uh, the, and we uh, the other thing I could say is we know our weaknesses. Mm-hmm. We know that our backline is um, our weakness. Mm-hmm. It might not even be our backline. Like Klopp always always says to defend his backline, he always says that it's the midfielder's job as well because he likes to win the ball higher up the field. Yeah. Um, and if they don't, the last resort is to tackle. So yeah. he's saying that the last resort is to tackle. That means that the midfield didn't do their job. Mm-hmm. So we know our weaknesses. We know how to approach this game. Yeah. But I think um, we've definitely improved to answer the question. Okay, okay. Um, mm. Sevilla have, uh, uh, you know, very much a style like ours in, in some ways. Um, they're very, they're very much like us. Um, they attack, exactly the point they I press, was going to make. And they've got a shit defense as well. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> they're our Spanish well, soul brother, you know. This is set up like the City game then, which is kind of scary. Because oh, they had a shit defense. They have a good attack. Oh, no. Same with us. And we, so, uh, it's, it's, yeah. <laughs> oh, sure. the ca- But the caliber of player is quite totally different. Uh, even now, the Sevilla has lost all those old players mm-hmm. which won against us in the final. Yep. You could have seen they have lost uh, the Skrochik, Antonio, Reyes, Vigloto, Conor Blanco, all those guys. Even Fernando Lorente has left the Spanish order. Now, they may be a good attacking side for us, Spanish league. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, I don't think they can make that much effect against, even against our defence. Yep. Um, our def- our, actually, our defence is not a major problem. Uh, till our midfield fucks it up. Sorry for swearing. <laughs> it's okay. It's not a family show. <laughs> well, that that was a that was a French word. I don't think we know. The <laughs> yeah. Whenever our midfield too, especially the double pivot of Indo and Can. Yeah. Whenever they perform, we had a solid defense against yeah. the um, yeah. Arsenal against Crystal Palace. Our midfield performed very well. 
can in it especially they are they were they slided in they, they put on the tackles and they were especially Anderson was making those interceptions and he was quickly clearing the ball and uh, releasing the player running behind the defender when we miss that our defense suddenly start to shiver they do all those stupid things they fail to clear the ball and they switch off they just stand like mannequin that's our major problem they are conscious they are conscious you have to realize that this rant from shankar is coming on the back of the man city defeat so <laughs> i mean he can be excused for this he he actually makes a very good point it, it's actually always a defensive line is a unit in tandem with your midfield and you oh, you absolutely. need your you need your midfield to cover you look at all look at chelsea okay i'm going to use chelsea for example okay cahill mm-hmm. Worst defender I have ever seen. Like, all right, being looked world class because he has Kante and and uh, Matic in front of him last season. Now, now, now he's got. Um, oh, now I don't even think he's in the lineup. But uh, mm-hmm. another another good example is John Terry. Have you? I don't know if anyone has followed him, but in at yeah. Aston Villa, he's one of the worst yeah, yeah, <laughs> worst yeah, yeah. players on the on the team. He's getting exposed game game by game, but that's the 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 point I'm trying to make is that it's your midfield in front of you that makes you world class, mm-hmm. or you're exposed. Yeah. <clears throat> well, Terry I've... on the international level mm-hmm. always always gets found out, and that's, that's because right. you just don't have that quality of players in front of you. Exactly. And right. It's it's so very true. He's he's at West Ham, right, Terry? No, no, he's at Villa. Aston Villa. Aston Villa, yeah, yeah, yeah he's yeah, at Villa. Right. No, yeah, I've seen him. He, I mean, the reason why he's gone to Aston Villa is because he's trying to hook yeah, up the masseuse, right? <laughs> Some mas- <laughs> nice massages over there. So yeah. you should have seen the masseuse. <laughs> <laughs> Solid. Back, 10 over 10. Yeah, coming back to that defense. Yeah. Um, if, if you remember, we had a great defensive setup against Kenny uh, When Kenny Daglish was uh, managing the team recently, uh, the main reason for that, uh, Lucas Livia had one of his phenomenal season uh, Maybe mm-hmm. half season or three fourths of season before he got injured against Chelsea. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was the reason we had a very good defensive setup. Mm-hmm. Um, um, apart from that, I don't think we had solid enough defensive midfielder. We always had these top cap, these quarterbacks, Steven Gerrard. Now even Anderson can do a job, but he's not a defensive minded player. Mm-hmm. That has been a major issue for us. Uh, to for his all his poor defensive performance. Mm-hmm. But again, I think Klopp is a guy who wants always attack. that is maybe defense is more not more glamorous enough for him mm. you always want to go for a kill and you want yeah. to yeah that's, that's the main thing. okay that's his style he he wants his um his his whole team to be involved in the attack and you saw that at, at Dortmund as well in these final years he he never played with a a dm like you you could say the, the deepest player was Julian Weigel and he's not a, he's not a dm he's a he's a he's a deep lying yeah. playmaker yeah and yeah. um Yeah and so I mean like that's how he plays and we have to just adjust to that I think and um yeah. and accept it with that yeah you you live and die by the sword I mean yeah, that's right. don't, yeah. don't try to change it it's not yeah, gonna happen. don't try to change yeah. it it's yeah, just exactly not going to happen my, exactly my thought the <laughs> same words I was thinking Um, But hey, I, I want to make a point here. Yep. You were, you guys were talking about uh, Sevilla and what has changed since mm-hmm. we played the last time. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you what hasn't changed, and that is a name Moreno that hasn't changed. <laughs> Think of it. Yeah. Oh man! Yeah. But, uh, but, is there is there a shout for Robertson starting? 
or move maybe 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 okay well let's um yeah let's let's get to that shortly but uh, before that let's take a small little break So I'm going to throw a number out at you guys. 47%. What do you think 47% represents? Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> he knows. Oh, Sh- yeah, Shankar yeah, don't yeah, cheat. Yeah, yeah. Shankar don't yeah. cheat. Okay, 47%. Uh, that's Liverpool's goal, goal. Liverpool's goalkeepers have saved the lowest percentage of opposition shots on target of any Premier League team this season. Oh. Forty-seven oh, percent. That's damning statistics. Very damning. But, okay. but you know yeah. these can be misleading. This yeah. these really can be misleading. Yes. Yeah. So okay. So, so I posted. Uh, I posted a poll. I posted two polls today. Uh, one poll is uh, five hundred ninety-three votes. Okay, is the rotation mm. of Migs, Minule, and Carius as starting goalkeeper causing more unsettled defense? in favour of providing game opportunities for both of them. 593 votes. It's quite uh, finely balanced, actually. 54% say yes, that it's actually causing mm-hmm. more unsettled defence. And 46% uh, say no. I've got a lot of banter and name-calling mm-hmm. in, the, in, the, in the replies um, as well. Some people say that no is not the rotation of the goalkeeper. Uh, it really has to do with the, with the, with the defenders. Um, some people say, yeah, no, Mignole has been uh, culpable for at least two of the goals against City, starting with the second goal. Um, and then some people say, ah, you know, he did quite well towards the end of last season. People blame him too much. Uh, some people basically said, no, 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 and no, the defence is the issue. So, what's the issue? What is the issue, Billy? Ah, okay. Well, this is like, uh, <laughs> how, how long is this? <laughs> <laughs> How long is a piece of string? Not very um, long. <laughs> really? But like, honestly, the unwritten rule in football, and this is only for traditional setup, which mm. we are not, yep. is you're as strong as your goalkeeper in the back. So mm-hmm. your your team is as strong as your goalkeeper in the back. Mm-hmm. So you can have a very good structure, but your goalkeeper exudes the confidence in your side. Yep. So whatever action he takes, however confident he is, whatever save he makes, it brings confidence into your back line. Yep. And then they really, really get get behind you. But we're not a traditional team. <laughs> we're, just simply, we're, we're very, very modern, very, very attacking. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, and honestly, like, I, I think there was a comment in Twitter about maybe just a month before the, the season started, it, and that was um, that personnel isn't our issue; it's system. And 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 you, we will always have a weak defensive line if our midfield doesn't work. And that comes to the goalkeeper as well. Look, I, I think it would be better if we just stuck behind one goalkeeper, but because Carius and Mignolet uh, are so uh, equal in their potential, mm-hmm. I can see why they're changing. And I can see why Klopp is trying to still figure out his best goalkeeper. But, um, yeah, I, my answer to that is probably um, no. Uh, I think we're going to keep rotating. 
um, and we'll find our goalkeeper soon, which is a risky game to play. Interesting you but, say uh, they are equal. Yeah. Shibs, do you agree yeah. with this? Uh, to some extent. I was thinking uh, on the same lines. That is, um, a team, uh, teams who actually have a clear number one, mm-hmm. they wouldn't take a decision like this. But mm. for us, we don't actually have a number one. Uh, and uh, Klopp is uh, trying to establish one between Migs and uh, Karius. And it hasn't yet happened. I, for one, believe uh, that Karius has more of a leadership potential than, uh, you know, Simon. Uh, the, it's nothing against Simon. Some people have it and some people don't. He, I'm not saying he Simon, has Simon shown, doesn't have he it. He has shown nothing of the sort. Carriers. He's shown, what do you just say? He's just he's shown nothing he, of that sort so far. He, he's yes, a bit, but he's a bit cocky but, guy, Carriers. But that is a thing. But that is a thing. I mean, he would only be able to show it if mm. he is going to play, and he yeah. hasn't he hasn't played much. So uh, this is a process of establishing who is your number one. Mm. That's why they're going for it. The defense and the goalkeeper, they are uh, one unit, and the defense feels a lot more confident if you mm. have a established number one behind and you know that the last line of defense mm-hmm. can bail you out if you make a mistake that's not the case with us at the moment mm-hmm. we are in the process of figuring it out and i think that's why this decision it's not something that i would uh, i mean prefer but it's something that i accept i understand the logic behind it at least that's my interpretation of the logic yeah mm-hmm. Shankar? yeah I, I think everybody's talking about carriers and you know the but I would really want to see Danny Ward uh, in a pre-play in Premier League or Champions League because he's the one guy who's not cocky, but he has very much self-confident that he's brave enough to say, go to his coach and say, don't worry, in case of penalty, I will save the team. And he did, he did it twice under pressure situation. We need that kind of that kind of guy to deal with, uh, with our defenders. When it comes to our team, our defender is always under pressure. Whether it is the corner or goal kick, whether the fingers crossing our pullbacks, it's always a pressure situation. We need a guy who can have that self-confidence to take care of those crosses. And I don't see carriers or mix who are that kind of self-confidence. They may have ability, but they always hesitate. They do all those stupid things. Even during the last game, Kevin carriers played, he tried to be smart and tried to be the nearest, all those things. <laughs> and he almost, almost considered goal. Yeah. But uh, I want to see this kid, Danny Watt. Uh, I, I believe mm-hmm. he will be the number one in future fantasy, and he can uh, defeat the competition. He can, he can push back the carriers and mm-hmm. bring to the backstage. Top um, should, top should definitely. I don't know why he is not playing him. Maybe he should think, have, Yeah. I think he will play him, but I don't think he will play him in the Champions League game I, I think i think he will save him for fa cup or the carabao cup or whatever it's called now mm-hmm. um and i the reason maybe is because is he good with his feet i'm not sure i'm asking this question to you shankar maybe you can answer yeah is he good is he good yeah. with distribution mm-hmm. yeah he's really good he's good with distribution <laughs> he, he compared to minolet and carriers he's very good with distribution uh <laughs> That's not a very high bar, though. <laughs> <laughs> you have to deal with the hands you are dealing today. We have Manuel and Carriers and uh, Ward. I think of the three, yeah. I feel Ward is much better compared to these. Oh, sorry, you're saying distribution, uh, Ward distribution, you mean? 
Yeah, oh, what okay, yeah. I thought you were uh, curious. Okay. He, he, he actually, he's brave enough to come off the line and clear the ball. That's mm-hmm. a major uh, problem. Uh, because mix sometimes he comes out of the line, clears those corners and big But uh, uh, what he consistently does that, he's brave enough to call uh, call those shots. He, he's brave enough to... Maybe he can command the defenders too. Because uh, our goalkeeper needs to be communi- in communication with our defenders. That's more important. Um and it's a case of having confidence in your goalkeeper. Our defense doesn't have a confidence. I, I have to. I have to agree there. I mean, every time I've seen Ward, he's looked really, really confident. And when I see that, and I compare, at least from a confidence perspective, he's, he looks like he really, you know, commands his area, does all the stuff that a good goalkeeper would do. You know, when you compare to Minule and uh, Karius. But then that's, he played in the championship. The he played Ward, in the yeah, championship. Yeah. So now. In the Premier League, it's a different. It's you know how it is. It's that step up. Um, it is a step up. It is a step up. You know, so a big whether, step up. Yeah, it's a huge step up. So, you know, whether he's able to replicate that same level of confidence, I was like in preseason, he showed that. He showed that same thing, but again, that's preseason. So, hmm, very yeah, yeah big but, question. But age, yeah. Age, he's exactly at the same age of carriers, and people go all over the moon because maybe he's not glamorous enough, or you say he, he doesn't have that look like carriers. People go all over the moon when it comes to carriers, <laughs> yeah, especially like I think I think it's not just a look, I think it's because carriers is from a German team, and, and yeah. you know, he's he's he was starting in German league and he had a very good season. The yeah, season yeah. bought him. Uh, the, the thing is, with Ward, is um, I'd love to see him come come through, um, but I just feel like carriers is not given has just not been given that chance. I know you have to take your chances, mm-hmm. but at this, I feel like I agree. It, it, it's almost like our fans and the and the media pushed Klopp to bench Karius when he made a couple of you know teething mistakes. Have a look at all the Man City goalkeepers; they've all been rubbish. <laughs> I mean, like, but if you give them game time, like mm-hmm. I thought, Willy Caballero and um, now Edison yeah. mm-hmm. are showing what they what they can do. But you just need them to teeth. And De Gea is a is a prime example. Prime like, example. Was, yeah, yeah. yeah. You just need to give a goalkeeper a chance. You cannot expect him to have the most stellar performances for the first three or four games. It's not. It's not fair on the new incumbent keeper. It's simple as that. So, Minale mm. makes a few mistakes, and mm. you drop him, and you bring a new guy in. So you are asking the new guy that he has to have a flawless display for ninety That's minutes. Right. That's exactly and right. that is unfair. That is unfair because if he's making a start after a long time, maybe he will make mistakes. Yes. But give him a chance. I mean, you have to bed him in. If he has a run of games for three, five games, judge him, uh, let's say, uh, over a stretch of five to seven games and see how he performs. Okay. All right. All right. And that hasn't happened okay. with Karius. Okay. So, who, uh, okay. so who would you like to see between the sticks uh, on Wednesday then? Um, I guess the decision has been made. It it's yeah. going to be carriers. So yeah. let, let's go with is, carriers. Is that confirmed or not? It's just a, it's just some you know. It, it's not official yet, yeah. but uh, most probably it's, carriers, right. uh, it's not official yet. Most probably carriers will be behind the stakes. So okay, so yeah. can I say all three of you would say carriers between the stakes. I would I would, I would actually say carriers, but um, I wouldn't be surprised if it's Mignolet because it's such a high-profile match at home. You need to win. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, I don't just, I hope, like, you know, we stop taking risks, unnecessary risks. Okay. Like, for me, there's a set formation and a set team mm-hmm. that has been playing very good football together. And 
at the tail end of last season and the start of this season. And that's, mm. like, as much as I want to see Carriers start playing for us, that's been Mignolet in goals. Yeah. And because Mignolet's, you know, been coming out, punching the balls, uh, start doing things that Mignolet <laughs> never did before. Yeah, uh, yeah. I would like to start seeing us pick a back four and a goalkeeper and stick with it. Okay. But, yeah, like, like we've all discussed... I don't think Klopp knows who that is yet. Yeah, so, yeah. We'll okay. See. We'll still uh, see. Move on from goalkeepers. To, uh, continuing to stick with you, Billy. Um, your choice for centre-halves? Uh, it has to be Lovren and Matip. Matip. Okay, Lovren uh, and Matip. Yeah. yeah. Look, Clavin has been hard done by after the Man City game. I think very unfairly. Because, um, look, it, when you're a man down and when your whole team is expansive, the centre-backs will always be exposed. And for some reason, I don't know how, why, but... Matip is yes. always, always like, like I don't know. He's never there in the firing line. Um, yeah. Uh, for some reason, it's always his partner that gets that gets I, like you know, punished by everybody. And I, and I think um, we need to we need to 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 bring that in because I've not been very impressed with Matip, if you ask me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. His um his his decision making from from areas where you're not meant to be too risky yeah. has really let me down this season. The yeah. passes he's making, he's trying to he's trying to feed Coutinho style through balls yeah. when we're like two nil down and we need to keep the ball. I mean I You know, know what he, it is? You know what it is? Uh, Matip gets overlooked in certain situations because in other situations he has been sublime as a mm. defender, as a you know positional defender, he has just been sublime. But yes. in other cases, he has been caught out. But because he's been so good in certain areas, people tend to overlook that. And it's also a fact that his mistakes hasn't, you know, uh, hasn't really cost us that much. As opposed to, let's say, a Lovren. Lovren's yes. mistakes yes. do cost us. Mm, Matip's yeah. mistakes hasn't yet cost us. <laughs> if it starts to happen, then I'm sure people will call him out. Could I, could I suggest uh, something? Could I yeah, suggest or, something? Or, or it's not comical enough for the media people to gloat over it. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, <laughs> yeah, could, yeah. I, could I suggest something? I'm going to suggest Matip. Um, I'm going to send Matip to, to Shankar. Um, and, and work on his squats and, and his bench and press and his overhead presses because he's look he looks a little frail. He, he yeah. I mean, he's a big strapping lad, yeah. but he looks a bit weak. Shankar, can you help him, please? Yeah, sure, definitely. I can give him out of the picture. <laughs> 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 uh, and, uh, uh, again, actually, uh, one thing is uh, during that Man City game, Trent uh, mm-hmm. got exposed and Matip covered him a bit. That's uh, that also made him look much better. Uh, Many times Trent got overlapped by De Bruyne and other things. He covered up and he cleared the. He made those last last ditch defense clearing and all those things mm-hmm. that led him to have a better game compared to Clavan. Mm-hmm. Trent actually was found out and big time on the City game. Yes, it was. Yeah. It came a bit too soon for him. He was. I mean, he's not. He he is not that poor as he was on that game, but. You could see that he was nervous. Right yeah. from the beginning, when he was taking the throw-ins, mm. you could yes, tell that he was yes. nervous. Yeah, yeah. Yes. because of the situation, the opposition, exactly. the pedigree, yeah. that pedigree of the opposition player got into his mind. Somebody right. has to talk to him that no matter, even if you are defending against Christian Ronaldo, you just have to put in a sliding tackle. Once they get the chin music, they will definitely come down, come back again. That's the kind of attitude you need as a defender, especially as an in-defender. Okay, but so they, uh, I'll move on to the city game. So, okay, um, uh, drop or hold um, Trent for Sevilla? Uh, no, definitely. I'll definitely put um, Gomez in. Uh, 
absolutely. Yeah, Gomez could yes. come back. Yeah, I, no. I, I don't know why Gomez didn't play. I think it's because he had a midweek game for the under under 21s, yeah. uh, England. Yeah. He was captaining and he was man of the match. Yeah. Why would you drop him against Man City the next game? I mean, like, you're a centre back. He played centre back that game. Surely mm. he could have backed up to play mm. right back again. I, I just don't understand what Klopp thinks sometimes. No, like, yeah, actually, Klopp mentioned that Gomez played more minutes than Trent. So he needed a bit of rest. Mm-hmm. He was feeling a bit stiff. Uh, that's oh. the case of Comas uh, and uh, Laura. So, they were a bit stiff. So, three for three, you guys are going tr- uh, um, Gomez, right? At, yeah. No, I'm not. No. I'm not. Oh. I'm not agreeing with Gomez. <laughs> oh. And I, I'll, I'll tell you why. Because I, uh, you know, Trent is a new player, a new kid. We know that he can play. Mm-hmm. I don't want to drop him after one bad game. Yeah, it was a bad game for him. Pretty bad. Mm-hmm. But I don't want to drop him. I know that he has got the potential and he will deliver. Uh, give him, um, you know, your loving care and uh, just to give him your support. I've got, Tell I've him got that a question. No, it, for it's, you. Not, it, it's not dropping. He's just, we're just trying to take him out of spotted. Obviously, all the media people... You can, you can, but I just, don't think Sevilla will pose uh, that kind of a... I mean, Sevilla will pose that threat uh, for us, uh, you know, going forward. And that is where we excel when people go forward and come at us. Sevilla as a team, I was just doing a little bit of research on Berizzo. And he likes to play his team on the front foot as well. And football playing sides, they get found out against us. Simple as that. We kill football playing sides. Mm. I have a feeling we're going to do do the same to Sevilla as well. Okay, now moving on. I've got got a question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just on Gomez and Trent uh, for Shibs. Who had a better game between Gomez against Arsenal and uh, Trent against Hoffenheim? Oh, that's a difficult one. I mean, it's a, it's a, you know what? Honestly, it's a toss-up because they both performed. They did. Uh, they both quite excelled. Um, you know, different oppositions, but they did so well. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I somehow feel that Gomez perhaps is a better match for a centre-back positions. If that is the case, then we can move Fair forward. Enough. Trent is right back. Gomez uh, with Mati perhaps a good centre-back pairing. Uh, I would love that. <laughs> I would love that, but I don't see Klopp doing it. He just, yeah. for some reason, loves Lovren. I don't know what Lovren has on him. Okay, guys, no, I, uh, I want to move. I want to move on. I want to move on. I want to move on. Hold on, Shankar. I want to move on. Okay, um, the other side, left back. Uh, oh, okay. Left back. Uh, yeah, I, I would. Lo- I would love to see Robertson. Yeah, Moreno is playing decently mm-hmm. well, but I would love to see Robertson, especially after those. Uh, midweek performance in the okay. international games. Sure. His confidence must be using. Uh, uh, and I, I just want to see, he, somehow I feel he's defensively more assured than mm-hmm. Moreno. Uh, I want to see Robert, uh, Robertson playing tomorrow. Okay. Agreed. Okay. He, I agree with you that. You know, yeah. Shankar, some things that you, uh, that you think and some things that you know, you should know that Robertson will be better than Moreno defensively. There's no question about that. Okay, so you got to go for Robertson as well, right? No, see, when it comes to our, when it comes to our defense, there's nothing certain. They can just copy it <laughs> up every time. Okay, wait. <laughs> so, so, so Shibs, you're also on Robertson's corner, right? I am. I am. Okay, very, uh, Billy? I have to go Moreno. You go, I think go Moreno, has, okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, look, uh, I know Robertson is great and he's going to be great for us. Yeah. But Moreno has something to prove to us Liverpool fans and on what better occasion than to do it at Anfield. Okay. Ever since that game, 
that we played at the final. He has been enemy number one. <laughs> this is his chance to make it right. And he, I think he'll be dying for Klopp to play him. And this is the type of player you want. Someone that, like, is hungry to perform. I mean, Robertson could be, you know, this is his first night in a Champions League game. Mm-hmm. It, could, it, it could go either way. It's the same uh, argument for Trent. I mean, it can, it can either, like, I'm sure Robertson's a professional. Um, he will definitely perform. But I just think Moreno, he's, this is his game. This is his game back in the Liverpool fans. He's had his build-up of the season. He's played well. Uh, and this is the game where he can solidify himself back with the fans. <coughs> okay, this is his. You know, this is where he gets his redemption. Uh, that's, that's what it. you're telling that's us. Fine. That's fine. Right. Okay, uh, yeah. moving on. Midfield three, quickly, quickly. Midfield three. Um, who are your choices? Um, without any justification, uh, just tell me who they who who would you uh, pick. Indo, Indo, Can, and Coutinho. I will straight away put Coutinho. Coutinho. Okay. Yep. Okay. Good. Um, ships. I'll definitely put Coutinho in there. Hendo uh, is uh, the first name. Then Coutinho comes in. And uh, yeah, I mean, Chan, I'm not so sure. Um, he probably will be a sub, I think. Okay, so who would you who would you have on there? Well, I would go... Um, oh, sorry. Yeah, no, go, go ahead. Go ahead, yeah. go ahead. Uh, I would go... Um, uh, I just, I just look. <laughs> I'll go Emre Can, Ginny Wijnaldum, and Coutinho. <clears throat> nice. This has nothing to do with Hendo. I know he's our captain, and yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to get lashed for this. But I just don't think he can play with Emre. I, I just don't think he can. And I just think Emre in the six for a mm. Champions League game uh, is just, it's mm. just a no-brainer for me. Okay, so I uh, that the second poll that I posted, well, that was the that was the first poll. But okay, is it time for the reintroduction of Coutinho in the first eleven against Sevilla on Wednesday night? I have eight hundred and thirty-one votes, and whopping eighty-seven percent said yes. So you know, you know what it is after such a negative result. You know, everyone <laughs> thinks that Coutinho will be the savior. That's why 87%. But uh, on the merits of things, I think Coutinho should get his game. No. Definitely, that midfield lack creativity. Uh, Every can, Vinyalam and Anderson. Mm -hmm. All these guys, they they are workhorses. They will go there and... uh, Mm -hmm. They they lack the creativity. Uh, That's that's why uh, I was surprised Ben was not part of the match day squad in the Mm -hmm. Premier League. Because he's the one kid uh, compared to... uh, Apart from Coutinho, this guy, Ben, uh, he, he has those ability to dribble the ball, mm-hmm. take on the uh, midfielders and defenders and beat them. And we miss that because we don't have Lalana for the next two months. Right. So, uh, yeah. we miss that. I think this Vinalam, Can and Endo is quite a stagnant midfield. Won't mm. yeah. I agree. Okay. Uh, yeah, Coutinho has to come in. Okay. Um, um, Amane is available for this. Um, his mm. foot is well rested. As well. <laughs> so, so MSF again or what? Yeah, absolutely. There is no other uh, FSM MSF. Whatever it is. We straight away we will throw in uh, Mane, Salah, Firmino, all those things, and probably we will take Firmino on uh, Salah after 60 minutes and bring in Ox and Sturridge. Hey, Billy, let me ask you this: um, Salah has come in for a little bit of criticism um, for what? For being profligate. Yes. I mean, he's he needs so many chances um, yeah. to put put the ball away. So, yeah. um, do you think that's that's fair? 
Is it merited? Uh, I think mm, yes and no. Look, he is his own. Uh, uh, it, everything that he does is down to his movement. Mm -hmm. It's uh, down to his making. He makes all his chances. Yeah. So uh, the same at Roma. He, uh, he had the same criticism at Roma. He made so many chances, but he's just not as good at, at finishing. He always goes for the safe option, and I've realized he always prefers his left foot. Right. Um, uh, in any angle he goes, he always uses his <laughs> left foot, which is fine. I mean, a lot of great players have only one foot, but, mm -hmm. I mean, the thing is, he always goes for on target too. Like, I, what I've noticed, yeah. he always tries to get that ball on target, whether it goes under the keeper, over the keeper, or to the side. Mm -hmm. It has to go on target. Uh, there's not many times I've seen his shots go wide. Mm -hmm. Um they have he's blasted a couple some some over the bar but not many mm -hmm. off, off wide but yeah um that's obviously something he can improve but i'll take that any day of the week uh, over over something like he's not creating enough um, runs his positioning is poor finishing is fine i mean we've got look at our attack it's amazing um we'll get there if we make chances we'll score yeah. We don't get our goals from one certain or two, you know, certain players. Our entire right. squad scores. The front six, the front seven, if you will, uh, they all score. So uh, this is just—it uh, doesn't make any sense to me. I mean, you guys were clamoring for Salah to come in. He comes in. He's, you know, plays four or five games, and they were on his. Now you're on his back. I mean, it's a loss. That's what happens to the LFC family. Whenever no. we lose, uh, from Klopp. To Mane, to continue, everyone's under fire. That's just how we are. Yeah, I, I know. I mean, we are we are an emotional bunch. That's okay, but, but just don't be a nutcase. <laughs> give him. I mean, he's back to the Premier League after a while. I mean, give him his time. He'll settle exactly, down. Exactly. Right. You, you you can't expect sense in the social network, mate. Yeah. Well, no, absolutely not. <laughs> but that's um. If you if you do get the MSF MSFC. Yeah, I was going to make yeah. before you asked me the question is if we play Coutinho and we drop one of those front three, I'll be so angry. I've been wanting to see this, 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 this yeah, quartet, yeah, this, this quartet, this quartet, this, yeah. yeah, exactly. I've yeah. wanted to see it for so long. And okay. last season, what the most frustrating thing was is we never got to play our strongest 11 once, not yeah. once did we ever go. It was either injuries, it was either AFCON. It yeah. was the suspensions. Not once did we play our strongest eleven, in my opinion. And so I really want to see Coutinho uh, add to those front three. That would just be it. Was it? Is it ever a strongest eleven with Lovren in it? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Lovren. Yeah, Lovren is not as bad as people. Point out. I'm just joking. I'm just joking. Yeah. So it's a low blow. Lovren <laughs> is a Lovren is an on-off toggle switch. When he's on, he will have a great game, and when he's off, I mean, let's not speak about it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, there was this interesting uh, post I think actually shared by um, Shankar. Uh, there was this guy goes by the name of Saviista who posted his uh, view of the game, uh, opposition view of the game. Uh, he's a Sevilla fan. He's an American, Sevilla-born American. He happens to watch most of the Liverpool matches because of a friend. 
so he's he's kind of he's kind of given a very nice um, summary of his view of this. Yeah, game. I read that. Yeah, uh, yeah. So he says playing style. So I'm just gonna read it for those um, who've not read it. So it's quite good. Uh, he says Emery's um, Una Emery's rigid four two three one from the Europa League final is long gone. Last season, Sampaoli came in, transformed them into a wild attacking, high pressing team fixed on keeping the ball. Barizo has replaced him and instituted a more traditional four three three, but still with an emphasis on pressing high and controlling match defense like liverpool weakness is at the back uh, he picks out the the carico and Leng- lenglet as capable center backs but escudero on the left has become of a hell of a player attacking defender on the right we usually start mercado blah 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 he goes on and gone but basically he says that defense is where they they have an issue okay uh, and he says that um, kaya could possibly start as center back uh, but he may yeah. lack the pace to deal with Liverpool. Now, yeah. um, midfields, Nonzi, Pizarro, Banega. However, Banega will likely make up the midfield capable of controlling the game. Skipping, um, skipping. Uh, yeah, he says midfield, they are okay. Attack, harder to predict. He says because Barizo rotates the attacking players a lot. Uh, mm-hmm. Striker is uh, Ben Yedder or Muriel, Luis Muriel. Um, Muriel, yeah, yeah. Um, he's have fast. Well, Muriel, Muriel yeah. didn't. Uh, he wasn't part of the squad in their last game. They beat uh, Ibar three 0 Yep. Uh, and Muriel wasn't part of the squad, so he could be uh, been rested or something. Possibly. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Likely. Okay. And um, he's a good player. He's a good player. I mean, he got linked with Liverpool. Uh, I mean, every player gets linked with Liverpool, but you if you don't <laughs> get linked with us unless you are a good player. <laughs> Muriel is a good player, so the attack we, is something that we should watch out for. But again, yeah, they are a team who likes to attack, and yeah. it will be a good game, entertaining, not good for the heart, but yeah, yeah. Well, when, when is it ever Liverpool, right? Okay, so he, he says twelfth. The tw- their twelfth man is a gentleman called Alberto Moreno. Wink, wink. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so he finishes off and says that um, with two great offenses and two questionable defenses, this match could really go either way, but he mostly expects Liverpool to punish their defense. He thinks their style plays right into our hands, and while... um, he, he says that the team is still a work in progress and his only hope is that the midfield and wingers will control the match enough to limit our chances. But he doesn't think that they're polished enough to do that. So that's what um, the Sevilla fan um, says. Quite a good um, very, summary. Yeah. yeah, very, very honest summary. Very and, uh, honest, yeah. Um, uh, so now for your very honest predictions, Billy. Oh. <laughs> uh, look... Uh, I'm gonna go with. Yeah. I'm gonna go with two nil. Okay. Two nil to us. <laughs> you're, you're, a, you're, you're a brave man. Two You've nil, actually predicted nil, a yeah. clean sheet. I'm very brave. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Because I think I think if we're on, and we'll be very reeling, I think our defense is fine. We look at our clean sheet record. We've done very well. Um, yes, there's a mistake in us, mm-hmm. but uh, I just I just think at home. After a, a loss like that and so much on the line, I think we're going to be very tight. Um, and I also think Barizo will respect us. Mm-hmm. He won't be as attacking. Um, uh, I just I have that feeling that they, they will um, respect us and see how it goes. After 20 minutes, maybe they might change their plan. 
But um, it's very important we get, we score first mm. early. Um, but I think 2-0, because I, I respect Sevilla too. They're a very tight, tight-knit bunch. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't seen this version of Sevilla much, but last season they were very good. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, that's my prediction. Okay, Shibs. Yeah, Sevilla, they are kind of like the second tier in the Spanish league, mm-hmm. uh, right after Barcelona and Madrid uh, or Atletico. So they are a good side. So that this will be a good test. I mean, for us to kick off our Champions League campaign, for us to get into it again, this couldn't have been better. This is not too stern a test, mm-hmm. but this is not a walk in the park either. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And because we've had a loss, we will get a reaction. I mean, generally we do get a reaction from a, you know, bad defeat. So we will get a reaction. This is our uh, night back. Mm-hmm. into Europe for a long time and this is at Anfield uh, the place will be rocking yeah I don't I don't see us faltering I, I, I'll go with 3-0 okay uh, Shankar yeah yeah I, I just want to point out one thing to Shibs that Clay mm-hmm. uh, there was a report in BBC uh, that of the, all the English sides we are we are most likely to progress to the group I saw that I saw yeah. that yeah. yeah so that and coming back to this tomorrow night's game I think it's going to be a T1 for us. We'll obviously go all in busy. Um, and try the, the Sevilla will try to take advantage of that and obviously we'll concede. And of course, given our defence, I'm going for a 3-1. You're going for 3-1? 3-1, yeah. Okay. Uh, sorry, Shibas, uh, Shibas is what did you say the scoreline was going to be? Your prediction? 3-0, 3-0. So 2-0, 3-0, 3-1, right? That is LFC in one sentence. You so, cannot yeah. get three LFC fans <laughs> no. to agree to, to something. Agree, yeah. just, just doesn't happen. <laughs> no, if yeah. we had Rafa, if we had Benitez, I'd say one yeah, level. We, we can say, <laughs> exactly. So, exactly. Uh, yeah. Being at home game, I would say we will just win 3 nil, 4 nil uh, under Rafa. I would straight away say that we will just dominate and we will have a tight defense under Rafa. Uh, but this is an unpredictable Liverpool team. Uh, so we all love to have this glamorous attacking team. Uh, yeah. I would say that the 3-1 is a pass. Uh, fair game. Anybody will bet uh, that and get the money back. Yeah, I'm gonna go for 3-1 as well. So that's my that's my prediction. Putting it out there. I'll so, take that. I'll yeah. take that. Yeah, any no day. way. Yeah, we'll take that. No we'll way. No that. way. I'm not. I'm not so brave as Billy to 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 have a clean sheet. But okay, that's what it is. Right, guys. We have come to the end of the show. Thank you for joining me on this wonderful show. I think we had a good discussion. Thank you for everyone. Thank you to everyone for listening in and my thanks to each and everyone. Hope to see you back on the show really soon. Take care and good night, Charlie Puth, to take us back home. Uh, good night, good night everyone. Good night, guys. All the best. All the best. Watch your way in the vibe is feeling strong and was small turn to a friendship a friendship turn to a bond and that bond will never be broken the love will never get lost and when brotherhood come first then the line will never be crossed established it on our own when that line had to be drawn and that line is what we reach so remember me when i'm gone how can we not talk about family when family's all that we got everything i would do you were standing there by my side
without you, my friend. And I'll tell you all about it when I see you again. We've come a long way from where we began. Oh, I'll tell you all about it when I see you again. When I see.